Hello and welcome to I Am Enough, period. The smart woman's guide to being dope as fuck. The title of this episode is Success Now, Celebrating the Small Wins. I always knew that I wanted to be a boss. I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I had that urge very early on. I was in elementary school uh, selling penny candy. I was in middle school selling uh, candles that I made. I was in high school selling bracelets uh, with couples' names on them. And I worked. Um, I always had that that hustler mentality. I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I had the leadership qualities and I knew that I didn't want to make anybody else wealthy. I wanted to do that for myself. So I started out early on with that mindset. The only problem was not having any examples in my life. Um, No one in my family had ever graduated college and no one in my family had their own business. So I didn't have anybody to pattern myself after. I didn't have a legacy. I didn't have a lineage of business owners. Um, So I had to create that which I wanted to be. And that started my journey, my journey into being a businesswoman, being a business owner. I probably had about four to to five businesses by the time I was 30 that I created, dissolved. I had uh, three nonprofits that I created and dissolved, and then I ultimately ended up with one business and one nonprofit, a vision of which I saw, but I could not implement. I had nothing. I had to create it. I had to vision it. I had to write the vision and make it plain. There are so many successful women-owned businesses that don't share the intricacies of what it takes and what is required to make it, to become a success. And I don't think as women, we do enough or take care to define success for ourselves. We attribute success to money. We equate success to things instead of equating it to our processes, our journeys, what we've overcome to get here. We don't share the truth. We just share the outcome. We get on social media and we make it look easy. We make it look good, but we're not being transparent and we're not sharing the story. And I think it's the story and the truth 
that makes us real and believable. Small successes are big wins. When you make that decision to start that business, right there, you created a win. Making that decision is a win. There are so many wins as business women and business owners that we don't celebrate, we overlook them because they're not equated to money. I think that in society, we've been taught that unless you're securing a bag, you're not winning, but you are winning. Every step that you're taking to get you closer to where you want to be should be equated to a win. Every step you take to legitimize your business is a win. Starting a business or making a decision to start a business is a huge step. It is a step that should not be taken lightly. But a decision to start your business, once it's realized, is monumental. It's huge. Women who are supported by other people, I call them their team, may not they, they may not see your vision but they're on your team because they want you to win a teammate is someone that plays an intricate role or an intricate part in your success or the success of the overall team so a woman who wants to start a business who formulates a team or there's a team surrounding her that is supportive and that wants to see her win is huge. Sometimes you may have a vision or an idea and others may not see it. But just because they don't see it doesn't mean that they can't offer you some support. Women who don't garnish the same support as other women um, should barter services with other single mothers. I think that when you are lacking in support or money, I think that the smart thing to do to get you closer to where you're trying to be is to barter services. You know, there are other women in your community, in your neighborhood. They may be going to school or they may be working or they may need someone to watch their kid while they're going to the hairdresser on Saturday. You can barter out that service so that somebody will watch your kids while you take a business class or while you work on your business plan. I think that sometimes we defy traditions that work. You know, bartering and trading services is something that works. Find someone who likes what you're offering and offer them either your service is free or your products free in exchange for, you know, watching your child. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to be. 
And you got to find that way in the least expensive way, but still getting quality care. Over time, I think what I've learned the most in um, taking, you know, going to school for business is that when you see a need or problem that needs to be solved, create a resolution. In creating a resolution, you're solving a problem. And in that instance, you can decide to create a business or to start a network. Because nine times out of 10, if you're seeing a need, then there needs to be a resolution. And if you need it, other people need it too. Again, what I've learned over time is that when you see a need, it's a business that creates the resolution. You're either offering programs or services or you're offering products to, to fill that void, to, 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 to satisfy that need. And I've learned to, when I see a problem, I create a solution. Single parents, mothers, fathers, they cannot be limited by the fact that they have children. That's a problem. Create a solution. What this pandemic has taught me most of all is that you have to have your own. You have to have a plan A, B, and C. You cannot rely on a job. You cannot rely on the government. It is no longer enough to have a job for health insurance or to have a job for retirement. Um, there are so many solutions to that problem than just working a job. Um, in small businesses, if you have a business, you can get someone who brokers insurance. And what a broker does is they shop around and find you the least expensive coverage with the most quality insurance. So you're going to pay the least amount of money for the best. That's what a broker does. We have to get away from needing a job. And we have to gear ourselves to being a boss. In this pandemic, what I've learned is that you can't depend on Congress, that you can't depend on the government. And if that is what you're relying on, epic fail, epic fail. What I have found is that most people in this time, during this time, are, are leaving or trying to leave this pandemic stronger than they were when they started. You have to build sustainable income for your family. You have to be more than just an employee. No, gone are the days when we depend on the government. Because look at all the Americans that are jobless, homeless, um, making less, doing more for less, desperate, struggling. And then there are also people who are paying for products and services. People take the time and find the money to pay for that which they want. And what I've also learned is that self-care is a big deal. Self-care and mental health. P 
people want to be well, healthy, and whole. You see a need, create a solution. What I've also learned is that talking to people, when you talk to people, you learn that people are also looking for what you're giving or have a service that you need. So in talking to people, that's a form of networking. So even if you're talking to someone behind you in a line at the supermarket or someone in the same aisle as you and target, you're networking. And in just a pleasant exchange, you find out that the person you're talking to is an accounting for small businesses. Or you find out that person creates marketing plans. Or that person is a, a designer that's just getting started and is, is great with logos. And because they're just getting started, they create logos for affordable prices. Talking to people is huge because it creates networks. It creates networks. So if you're quiet, you won't find people. I've met people over the years randomly and had built relationships that have gone on to be resourceful, quality over many years. So talking to people is a networking opportunity. And networking is the exchange of useful information and resources that are beneficial to others. I don't know why, but there are a lot of people that are reluctant to share information. I just find that the people who share information freely benefit and gain so much more. Information is given to be shared, not hoarded. So I find that people that give freely get everything. And it may not be in the form that you think, but it comes in ways that they need. So sharing information, that is key. That is powerful. Information is not made to be kept. There are no secrets in business. What's for you is for you. Sharing information isn't going to prevent you from becoming successful. In fact, when you give freely, you get and gain so much more. One thing about me, I love entertaining and I use entertaining as a form to bring people together. So I love bringing people together and um, seeing people intermingle with each other and exchange. Um, and I, I, I find that rewarding um, because I host events for the sole purpose of connecting women. When women get together, when good women with pure intentions get together, it's a powerful force. I've hosted pop-up shops, networking events. I've hosted uh, brunches, uh, book clubs, 
And I even started uh, doing um, like a networking event to help women who wanted to start their business uh, with with um, parts of their business plans. And in turn, it became such a huge success that that is the first way and the reason for my nonprofit. Initially, I just wanted to see women win. And there weren't a lot of resources at the time for women. You're talking about 19, uh, 1997. And there weren't a lot of resources for women. But I saw that when women got together, you, find, you found that this person did web development. This person did marketing materials. This person had a daycare. This person did catering. And I just saw that when women got together, it was just a powerful thing. And people often left events, you know, with connections to make their event or their business better. And that's the sole purpose to me for connecting people. When you give unselfishly of yourself for the success of someone else, you've already won. You are already successful. When you give unselfishly of yourself, you're already ahead. Having the courage to admit that you don't know something in business will garner you the support that you need to get the information that you need to know. So in business, when you have the humility to admit you want something but don't know how to obtain it, people will support you just because you are honest. I find that the best place to get information and to gain assistance is the library. And I say that because the library is already resourceful and the information is primarily free. But the library also has a wealth of information and classes and things like that that are for, for free. And often they offer those things, you know, at that specific site or they have a listing of what you need and where you can get it. And so I always start at the library. When you're just getting started in business, don't look at the whole picture. Take small bites and those accomplishments are big wins. So that is reason to celebrate. So making a decision to start a business, celebrate. Writing down what you want, celebrate. Mapping out a plan of how to get there, celebrate. But when you look at the overall big picture of what you want, it can be alarming, overwhelming, discouraging, and you can feel hopeless, um, especially just like getting started, especially if you've never seen it done before. Um, if you don't have a history of business owners in your, in your family, it can be overwhelming. So I always say, look at things in bite-sized pieces. Take small bites, celebrate each and every win, Set small, obtainable goals and the objectives to help you achieve the success.
So do that and it won't be so overwhelming. There's no shame in restarting, rebranding, going back to the drawing board, redeveloping, you know, there, there is nothing wrong with that. Um, but sometimes you have to go back and redo and go back and rethink. Look at the history of Ford, Ford Motor Company. You know, some of the biggest businesses failed hard, but they also failed forward. And they revised and rebranded and rebuilt, tore down, redeveloped. And they're like multi-million dollar business. Not every successful business is a tech business, you know, or internet setup. We have some major, major businesses that have nothing to do with the internet. That had to redevelop, revamp, revise. I've had to redevelop, revise, remarket, reposition several times. And some things just have to do with life. Sometimes life takes precedence over the things that we want. Sometimes we got to put things on hold and we put them on the shelf. And sometimes we do that longer than we intend. But as long as you come back and pick back up to continue, that's a win. That's a win. Everybody's vision of success is different. Everyone's vision of a leader is different. Managers manage tasks. Leaders lead. Right? I have always been a leader. I was built to be a business person, a business owner. Not everybody we come in contact with is supposed to be a part of our journey. And sometimes who you align yourself with can slow down your process and your progress. So be mindful who you align yourself with because not everybody is made to enjoy the fruits of your labor, to be a part of your success. So be mindful of that. Also have clear and concise visions. Write it. Make it as simple as possible. Once you know what you want, mapping it out is not quite as hard. But having a clear and concise vision is important. Very necessary. Think big. Hold a vision bigger than your mind can hold. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with dreaming. If you are aligned with and associated with someone who doesn't see your vision, then maybe you need to rethink if they should be a part of your, your plan. Because dreaming and hard work takes time. And sometimes you have to determine if you're going to have the time for that other person and your business. Sometimes that other person is just simply a distraction. And sometimes if you want to get over here, you have to determine if that person can come with you. And that can be a hard decision to make in the planning phases. 
Because during that time, you're up all night. You're getting up in the middle of the night. You're working. You're revising. You're creating. You're developing. And you may not have time to cultivate a relationship. So those are hard decisions that you're going to have to make. But I know for me, I often quit before the miracle. I did not always have a clear and concise plan. I did not always follow through. But I always knew that I would get there. Success now is about making a decision to start your business or take the next step in your career. You have to know that you're important and you deserve it. But you have to determine what you're going to do to get there. Look at your team. Look at your surroundings. Because they are important. You are going to need some support. You can't do it by yourself. You are enough. Everything you need is already inside you. You were born with it. You've been developing it over the years, not knowing that you're developing it. Every situation, every setback, every setup, every journey, every redevelopment, every redefining moment built you for this, this moment right here, right now. Write your vision. You are enough. Everything you need is already in you. You are the bag. Secure the bag. Thank you for tuning in to I Am Enough, period. The Smart Woman's Guide to Being Dope as Fuck. Where we are asserting, acknowledging, and empowering women to move authentically and the magic that makes them beautiful. Until next time, be well.